Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Soche. Episode 50 of the Socially Supportive Podcast is brought to you by The Social Pack. Get on the inside to stay on the top side. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and join today for the latest tips, tricks, and technology in digital and social customer care. Also brought to you by Telligent, a variant company, a leader in community software for digital marketing and support communities. Its social software solutions help bring together modern collaboration technologies into a single integrated suite that includes social applications and social services that enable organizations to create communities of interest for their customers. Hello, Social Pack. Welcome to Wisdom Wednesday. I am very excited about this Wednesday for a couple of reasons. Number one, this is episode 50. Wow, we made it to episode 50 together with all of these different thoughts and strategies and tactics that we're talking about to make your digital customer care program better. And the other reason is because today's guest is one of my favorite. So let's get started talking about today's inspiration. Today's inspiration comes to us from Dan Gingis, who said, Twitter is four things. It's public, it's searchable, shareable, and permanent. And our book of the day is Winning at Social Customer Care by Dan Gingis. And why is that? Because Dan Gingis is today's guest. His 20-year career has consistently focused on delighting customers, spanning multiple disciplines including social media, customer service, marketing, and digital customer experience. Dan has had hands-on experience as an executive at multiple Fortune 300 companies, including his current role as head of global social media at McDonald's Corporation. He previously served as head of digital marketing at Humana, and head of digital customer experience at Discover, where he played a key role in Discover winning its first J.D. Power Award for highest in customer satisfaction and an IQPC Award for the best social care program. Dan is the author of the book Winning at Social Customer Care, How Top Brands Design Engaging Experiences on Social Media. He also co-hosts the Experience This podcast and previously hosted the Focus on Customer Service podcast, which was named one of the 50 best customer retention podcasts to help you attract, engage, and retain customers by NG Data. An accomplished keynote speaker, Dan has also been named to several notable industry lists, including the 30 Most Influential People in Social Customer Service by Converse Social, 50 Social Media Marketing Influencers to Follow by Top Rank Marketing, the top 15 NPS and Customer Service Thought Leaders to Follow by Customer Gauge, and Behind the Brand, 30 Influencers That Drive Social Media for the Brands We Love by Lead Tail and Pure Matter. Ladies and gentlemen, Dan Gingas. Dan, thanks so much for being on the show today. Well, thank you, Frankie. I'm very excited to be here. I've been listening to your show and love it so far. And I'm so impressed that you are putting out such great content every day. So very much an honor to be here. Thank you. And I really enjoy that you say that because I have loved your Focus on Customer Service podcast that you had. And now you've got a new podcast that's out with Joey Coleman. Do you want to talk about that for a second? 
Sure. Well, we launched a a podcast uh, the first week of October. It's called Experience This. And it is really trying to be, uh, much like you are, a very different kind of podcast. So totally different format. We actually don't have any interviews, no guests. It's just a series of quick hit segments, usually four per episode, that are really looking at real life customer experiences across all sorts of industries and brands. We really like to highlight great experiences and then share why they're great and what companies can learn from rather than picking on companies that are already getting picked on for bad experiences. And it so far has been really, really fun. The two of us kind of have a great rapport, I think, and really just enjoy chatting and talking about the, you know, experiences that that we really love and and topics that we really love. So I I think that energy comes out and I hope you'll check it out. Yeah, I have already subscribed to it. I highly recommend it. Uh, Joey Coleman's great. Dana, everybody on the show knows that I am uh, in agreement with a lot of your thought leadership that you've got. So highly recommend you guys that you check out the show. Also wanted to let everyone who's listening know that Dan will also be at the Customer Service Summit that's being held by the Insight Group November 16th and 17th at the Marriott Brooklyn Bridge. So if you have not already registered, head on over to sociallysupportive.com slash insight, I-N-C-I-T-E. Use the coupon code supportive, S-U-P-P-O-R-T-I-V-E. That gets you $300 off. And I mention all of that because Dan's going to be there and his book is going to be there. Can you tell us a little bit about that, Dan? Absolutely. So I published a book earlier this year called Winning at Social Customer Care, How Top Brands Create Engaging Experiences on Social Media. And I appreciate that it has been your book of the day on this podcast. So that's very nice of you. And really, the book is a compilation of everything that I learned from the aforementioned Focus on Customer Service podcast, where I have the pleasure of interviewing almost four dozen different brands who are doing social care really well. And I took all of what I learned from them, plus the fact that I had been able to lead social care programs at multiple companies as well, and came up with eight really building blocks for winning at social customer care. And that's what the book is about. So uh, the reason I'm proud of it is that it's not really just Dan talking and, and Dan thinking that his ideas are the best. It's me taking the ideas of 40 plus companies and really just organizing them in a way that I think is a pretty good guide based on the success of tons and tons of other companies. Oh, see, and guys, I just want to let you know that uh, Dan and I, we did not meet at the Insight Group Customer Service Summit. I had thought we did, but then I remembered we actually met many years ago in Atlanta at an event called The Social Shakeup. And I remember, Dan, meeting you that I was Very impressed that you had a marketing background, but you had such empathy and compassion for the customer experience, even back then when many people didn't have the marketing and the customer service sides of social media in their brains together at all. And I have really loved watching how you've grown this and and taken it to the next level at all the different companies and the different verticals that you've worked in. So when we were doing our pre-show talk, Dan and I decided that anybody who's listening, come to the conference, come find us, do a double selfie with Dan and me together, and then we'll figure out, maybe you can hashtag it socially, S-O-C-I-A-L-L-Y, 
and just share it out there. And if I can grab it, I'll post it up on on the uh, on the website for us. That would be really fun because we'll be there. Dan's really great, easy to talk to. I'd love for you to talk to me. So come see us. But we're going to go ahead and get into actually talking about this book that I always talk about on the podcast, Winning at Social Customer Care. Dan, um, can you tell us from the author's perspective, um, what are some things that our listeners should know about this book that you wrote? What are some things that you'd like to highlight? Well, actually, taking the combination of the book and the two podcasts that I've done, I think the best place to start is with customer experience. And one of the things that I realized, I think earlier this year, when there was a pretty big customer experience nightmare that made the rounds in social media, one of the things that I realized is that it used to be that what happened on an airplane stayed on an airplane. We all took our seats. Maybe we put our headphones on. We zoned out while we took a flight. We landed. We got off the plane. Today, we see videos of men being dragged off an airplane because everybody has a device on them that can take pictures and video. And so the conclusion that I had there was that there's now no longer such a thing as an offline experience because any offline experience can come online at any time. And that's why social care is so important because when it does come online, it's the social care agents that end up having to handle it. And so what I've taught my teams over the years is that you really need to be an expert on pretty much everything about your company. You need to understand how your products and services work. You need to understand the consumer pain points. You need to know who to talk to in the company to get things fixed or, or who to talk to to get new products launched, et cetera. And I think that's why it is such an exciting area to be a part of. Now, you mentioned my marketing background as well. And when I was first introduced to social media, it was as a marketer. And the thing that stuck out to me immediately was unlike any other channel that I had dealt with in the past, television, direct mail, email, print, this was the one channel where people could talk back to your marketing. Every other marketing channel, the brand gets to grab the bullhorn and shout their message to the masses and the masses basically have to listen or they can change the channel or tune it out. But this is the first channel where people can talk back. And that talking back was immediately interesting to me because I was fascinated by the fact that people wanted to talk back, that they wanted to engage with brands and have a conversation with brands. Then I was really interested about what they had to say. And you know, I was interested about the people that take time out of their day to compliment a brand. To me, that's one of the best gifts you can get, right? Here's a customer who loves you so much, they're willing to tell their friends and followers about you. Then I was interested in people that came and asked questions about a product or a service. And I said, hmm, I wonder why they didn't email or why they didn't use some other channel. But social is, in, is a really easy channel. And then, of course, there's the people that come and complain. And that one was sort of obvious at the beginning on why somebody might do that publicly. But what was less obvious was the ability for the brand to really quickly address that and turn detractors into advocates. And so really what the book is about is how to set up a program to do just that. And what I learned over time was it's a pretty simple equation to figure out what actually gets shared on social media. And it is that you take customer expectations, you add in emotions, and you get a willingness to share. So when brands exceed customer expectations, even today, that is still a surprise and delight because it's unfortunately so rare. 
And what you will find time and time again is customers are more than happy to share their very positive experiences with brands. That's the whole subject of my podcast experience. This is our positive experiences that we have with brands. When brands meet expectations or you know, only slightly meet expectations, you create this experience that's okay and nobody wants to share an okay experience. There's just nothing to share. Of course, when brands miss expectations, the emotion that we create is either sadness or worse, anger. And those emotions cause a very high willingness to share. So you have people sharing at both ends of the spectrum. You have people sharing great experiences and very bad experiences. And I think it's up to companies and the social care teams play a big role in this. It's up to companies to figure out how do we minimize the consumer pain point so that we see less complaints. And then also, how do we focus on key moments of the experience to make them memorable and remarkable and cause a willingness to share positive experiences? And when we do both of those things, we're able to change the overall sentiment about our brand on social, which is essentially free marketing. Yes, it is. And even when you have a proactive post that your brand is putting out along the same line as what you're saying, if there is a negative comment even that comes to your post that you're putting out proactively, if there is a good customer care experience that turns that person who had a negative comment, if you're able to turn that around and give them a positive experience, that's even better advertising on that proactive social post that you've put out there. So that social effect of creating the happiness, creating the love and the great emotion next to your brand image, you can share that out and it gets around so much faster. I think that that's such a key piece of what we do here. Absolutely. I mean, how many brands, if you went and interviewed 100 brands and you talked to their chief marketing officer or even their CEO, and you ask them, are you customer focused or are you customer obsessed? How many out of 100 do you think would say yes? Probably almost all of them. But what I love about social media and especially social care is it's one of the few places where you can demonstrate that commitment publicly and show people that you're customer obsessed, not just tell people that you're customer obsessed. I think almost every company on the planet today has somewhere in their values or their vision or their mission statement you know, that it's important to focus on the customer because customer experience has become more than a buzzword and people realize that they need to focus on it. But this is a place where you actually, where sort of the rubber hits the road and you actually demonstrate to people that you're customer obsessed. And that's what I love about it. As you pointed out, other people react to that because they are witnessing it, even if it's not their question or problem that's being addressed. That's right. And I know, I don't know if everybody does this, but one of my habits is that if I'm checking out a new company for the first time, I do go to their Facebook page or their Twitter handle and I find out, are they responsive? What kind of responses are they giving? And what is the feeling that I get when I watch how they're treating their other customers? Because if I'm not yet a customer and I can see how they treat people who are already their customers, that makes an impression on me. So all of this is very valuable when it's handled publicly over the social media channels, I think. Absolutely. And then, you know, as I was mentioning before, I think that it has caused some pressure on social media teams and specifically social care teams to have this awareness about everything that's going on so that, A, they can respond quickly and effectively. But B, I really think social care teams are where things now can get done. And, you know, it's not that the social care team 
necessarily knows how to fix a customer pain point, or they may not even have the authority to fix the customer pain point, but they do have the ability to identify that it's a pain point, to quantify it because they can, you know, you know how many times you've seen it. And then I think the key is to have a link to the place in the business that can fix it, whether it's an operations team or a product development team or a marketing team, depending on what the complaint is about, or maybe it's, you know, your colleagues in the customer service department, because a lot of complaints that we see on social media are about other customer service channels. And so I do think that besides from responding and responding quickly and even resolving, I think that the more that social care teams can help to eliminate that customer pain point going forward, you then in turn reduce your own customer service volume and you can focus a lot more on the more complicated you know, questions and problems that are perhaps more personalized or unique. And you can focus on something that I think companies sometimes hesitate on because it's difficult to justify the cost is focusing on the, the complementers, the people that are very happy with your brand, who often unfortunately get left out in the cold because they don't get prioritized. The people, you know, the squeaky wheel gets prioritized. And so the complainer gets a response, but the person who is a brand lover often doesn't. And I do think that's a big mistake, but I understand the prioritization aspect. So one way around that is to reduce the complaints by by fixing that underlying problem. If you hear over and over again that there's something wrong with your mobile app, that you know some screen is freezing or people can't log in, the critical part is to fix that and get those complaints to stop. Obviously, you have to do that in concert with responding to people, but that piece is the is the piece that's missing. And I think on the flip side, you know, I also share in the book a number of brands where the social care team has worked with the product development team on new products that came as a result of insights from social media. One of my favorite ones is I interviewed uh, the folks at Otterbox, which are the you know the phone case people. And I'll admit, I had never been willing to spend Otterbox money on a case before. <laughs> and after that interview, I ran out and bought one uh, because I was so impressed with them. But the story that they told, which I loved, was that they were getting a lot of comments from people that they did not expect on social media about people taking their phones into the shower because they wanted to listen to music while they showered. And that apparently was not a use case that they had ever considered. And long and short of it is they ended up launching a waterproof case, their first ever waterproof case that became one of their best-selling products, all because they were listening effectively on social media. If you listen to what the people tell you they want, then they are more likely to buy what it is that you are selling. Everybody, I will tell you what, Dan Gingis is a wealth of knowledge. He has been for many years, and this just barely scratches the surface of all of the information that he's got for you here in the book. This tells you a lot of the what, a lot of the why. There's a deep level of how in this book. When I have done episodes, I have been, I think I've tweeted out before, Hug Your Haters and Winning at Social Customer Care. I am forever looking for one of those books as I'm doing episodes to inform even my own thought leadership with my own experience. So highly recommend that you pick up this book. If you're attending the conference, Dan will be there signing. So I am going to make sure that we try to get Dan back on the show to drill down on different topics that are in the book and get a little more specific on some of those. But Dan, really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing all of your thought leadership with everyone here. 
Well, my pleasure. And keep doing what you're doing, Frankie, because you are creating amazing content every day as well. And great job on the podcast. Again, really happy and honored to be here. Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much. So glad to have you on. Can't wait to have you back on. All right. See you in New York. See ya. All right, guys, there you have it. Dan Genghis, true visionary in the digital and social customer care space. Highly recommend you head out to the Insight Group's Customer Service Summit because he will be there. So many other guests that have been on the show and people who haven't been on the show yet are going to be there that are connections of mine and very tremendous in the digital and social customer care space. So let's talk about today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is Telligent, a variant company. Why community? Why Telligent? Because customer support communities create a compelling return on invested capital and it gives your customers the support options they want. Some people want to talk to someone on the phone. Some people want to make sure they talk to someone who works for your company. But more and more these days, sometimes people want to talk to other customers. Sometimes they just want to find their solutions online. Customer support communities give your customers these choices where they can choose how they want to receive service for your products and services that you offer. Telligent, now a variant company, has been a leading social community platform provider since 2004. There are few companies out there that can say that with a proven, profitable, and stable track record of success. Hundreds of communities are powered by Telligent Community, and Telligent Community is trusted by some of the most demanding brands for its reliability, scalability, and security. It's so well-trusted, even mission-critical government and defense programs use Telligent Community for engagement and collaboration. In as little as 15 to 20 business days, Telligent Community can be implemented, configured, branded, and launched. I have personally used the Telligent Community in my career to great success. So go check them out at Telligent.com and see for yourself. All right. If you've got a job opening or if you're looking for a position, send me your information at frankie at socially supportive.com. I will try to match perfect person with perfect position so that we can all be delivering fantastic customer service out there in the digital arena. Also, if you know someone who's doing it well, you know me, I'm not shy. I'll reach out to them and see if we can get them on the show. So send me their name at frankie at socially supportive.com and I'll ring them up. All right, that's what we have for you for Wisdom Wednesday. Dan Genghis, great colleague of mine. Tomorrow is Thoughtful Thursday, where we will be having deep thoughts about strategy and vision for the future. So don't miss tuning in tomorrow. Until then, and even after then, I am Frankie Soche. Thanks so much for tuning in. See you tomorrow. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.